Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 490 for comics originally coming out on January the 9th, 2019. But before Drew and myself get into what's coming out in your local comic book shop this coming Wednesday, Drew, we've missed the FOC for a couple weeks. We got one of those going on. But first, have we heard anything from our listeners? Oh, yes. Yes, we have. Um... Michael Lamb wanted to get in on the 2018 uh, best of action Ooh, you know, excellent. from our last week's show. And so he sent in his favorites. His favorite DC series was Metal. His he and I, fa- Lockstep. There you go. Yep. His favorite Marvel was X-23. Good call there. That's a good series. Yep. Favorite image was Plastic, which uh, I had forgotten about. Oh, yeah. but I, I did enjoy that very much. His favorite indie was Animosity. Which is okay. a good one. Yep, yep, yep. Favorite movie, Infinity War, so I've now outvoted. There. Boom, Shaka. Yeah. And his favorite TV was Punisher, which I have not seen. That's uh-huh. a net- Netflix show that's uh, that's goosing me to, to maybe cue that up here pretty soon. Get them before they get canceled. Oh, wait, it's too late. Yeah, canceled is not pulled, though, right? No, nothing's pulled, but can't- Netflix is just left and right canceling that entire Defenders series. Yeah, yeah. Not not all was it Marvels. not well received or not worth the money or I Marvel my, wants to take it away. Yeah, the back it, of my head says they were they were upping the price for these kind of things because of the new Marvel screening screening service. Um, to which Netflix is going no, and Marvel's saying no. So who knows? That's that's sad, but I get it. Yeah, there's, and it's not like there's not much. Not plenty to choose from on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, if this isn't working, make sure you go to YouTube or to Sci-Fi On Demand and go ahead and just switch over to Deadly Class right now. That's 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 one of our, our feedbacks. Is there you go. Also, um, he said he watched Deadly Class Pilot On Demand from Sci-Fi, an amazing A+. Uh, Sci-Fi also put the episode on their YouTube channel, uh, I hope it finds an audience. Did you get a chance to check it out? And you have. Yes, and if you watch it between now and next week, Drew, you and I can have a conversation about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Now, I got a lot. I got a lot going on. I know. I know. Your your DVR runneth over. Yeah, we'll we'll, fi- we'll figure something out. Uh, Sam asks, uh, "Are two ninety nine comics going away? It seems like there's less <laughs> yes. less and less of them each and every month." Uh, do you think Saga, when it comes back, will be at three ninety nine or two ninety nine? Okay. Uh, last question first. Uh, I do. I think that anybody's going to toe the line. It's going to be BKV, but yeah. I think it's. I think he'll probably come back at three ninety nine. And I think you're right. There, that there's not. Spawn's probably going to go up. Um, what else is two ninety nine? You know, outside of the Alterna low priced stuff, that is. One ninety nine and below, but that's newsprint. Um, yeah, I, I think there's less, less and less each and every month, and I, I would think that they would go away. Yeah. What do you think? Unfortunately, when I was screaming "Hold the line" at two ninety nine, uh, there was nobody else in lockstep with us. So <laughs> the dam has broken, and four dollars is what a book costs anymore. Yeah, and and then you think Saga will come back at three ninety nine? I think it'll stay two ninety nine just because it likes to be different. And I mean, with BKV, he is the guy that also does the panel panel syndicate, who is a big proprietor of Pay What You Want. So yeah. he seems to be a 
But Fiona doesn't seem that to have that mindset. It's possible because you know she's greedy. Easy, you and your yeah. anti-artists. My goodness, w- wants to do other things, take long hiatuses and things, and have a life. Blah. Yeah, selfish. Get back on the drawing board, woman. Mm-hmm. Keep drawing on the drawing tablet. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, so yeah, I think I think you're probably right. Sadly, I I think they're going to go away, and they'll be less and less in 2019. I'm going to say Saga stays. You say they go. I I think it'll yeah I think it'll go. I mean Robert Kirkman poop, pooped it up, popped it up to popped up uh, Walking Dead from 2.99 to 3.99 um, as a way to reward his uh, artist and other creators, give them a little more money. Uh, in theory, that's what he said. Um, so I, I got a feeling BKV could do the same thing and he could use the long hiatus as a way to do so. That's my guess. I don't know if it's for sure, sure. but that's my guess. Uh, Al says, uh, another one bites the dust. The last arc of Image Comics Eclipse from uh, Zach Kaplan begins in issue 13 on March 6th. So another... Another comic is announcing its last arc, sadly. Comics just don't make it to 50 no more. No. So that'll make it to, what, 18? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. I knew it wasn't going to stick around, but yeah. I mean, I applaud them for not doing a mini. Yeah, yeah. 18's a good. That's yeah. good. You know, 18, 20. I'm okay with that. That's that's solid. Three arcs, three trades. That's plenty. Nowadays. Yeah, no good. Uh, uh, Mike says, my New Year's resolution is to read fables. I've heard you guys talk about it a few times. Do you guys have any comics resolutions? Uh, let's see. Comics resolutions. I mean, ideally I would like to process my collection in such a way that it's an organized, well-oiled machine. Everything is where I want it to be. And it's easy <coughs> to find things and move it around and I'd like to do that. Uh, I'd like to carve out more time to read because I never seem to catch up completely from one week to the next. And I'm, mm-hmm. There's usually still stuff sitting on my my stack when the week's over. So I'd like to have more reading time. Those would be my two big comics resolutions. What about you, Kyle? I would like to organize my current collection and get it in a way that does not scare the living crap out of me every time I look. Um, I would like to, at every point in 2019, have at least 30 books on a secondary market. Um, and I would like to be current and in the conversation with at least two books, uh, or at least two books from the major publishers. So I'd like there to be at least eight titles that I can speak about as they release instead of four weeks later, as it has been the entirety of 2018. (laughs) <laughs> what do you have idea which which ones that you'd like those to be uh, i'm gonna pick a uh, the one of the main bat books i'm gonna pick one of the main spider books i'm gonna pick my boy nightwing probably um i i'm venom? Bi- venom? yeah that's a great idea as well venom's a good one yeah so i oh. just on on about everything i've just been two or three weeks behind and i think i'm just gonna cut a, trim a little bit of the fat um, feel like I'm allowed to skip an issue four or five if I need to, and to get myself back up to some places, and then just have things that I'm current on more than I was this year. Now, will Walking Dead be one of these? 
Because you are way behind on Walking Dead. Yeah. But from what the, the scuttlebutt is, I, I, I'm fine being way behind on Walking Dead. <laughs> so would you skip like 30 issues to just jump where we're at? Yep, I think I will. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know who you are anymore. Uh, I'm that guy. <laughs> um, spawning out of Elseworlds crossover CW uh, hit, uh, the Batwoman is going to get her own TV show, maybe. She, she, they've ordered a pilot, and so if it doesn't stink, uh, it could be fitting in there in in, in the, the next fall's... TV season, which would be kind of cool. Uh, did you watch that crossover by any chance? Nope. It was pretty good. They lit. They 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 cut out Legend, so it's just it was just Flash, Supergirl, and Arrow. It was pretty good. A lot of Easter eggs, a lot of fun stuff for DC people. And uh, Ruby Rose, I think her name is. She played Fat Woman, and she didn't suck. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. If it would be a good series, but uh, I'd, I'd definitely watch the pilot. Good enough. Uh, we heard today that uh, Previews is offering their spinner racks again. So if you are, like me, a big fan of the old school comic spinner rack, uh, you can purchase one of those. Um, now, they're pricey. There's yeah, a- they are. Yeah, there's a 28 pocket version uh, for $287, and there's a 44 pocket version for $362, and that does not include shipping. So um, Eric can probably figure out how to get those for you at Cowabunga, um, or you can go to your local LCS and point to it in the catalog, I guess it's somewhere <laughs> in the previous catalog, and say, get get me this um, if you want them. Uh, they're supposed to be really nice. Uh, Eric says he has two of those in his store, but Cowabunga Comics himself, and so they're really good quality, but they are not cheap. Um, but if you're if you're a a, a, a comic fan you, of a certain age, you do know the you, you know the appeal of having a, a spinner rack and the and how cool they look and and they harken back to days gone by. At least, at least for me. Yeah, there's something cool about a spinner rack. It's just, I don't, I don't want to say comforting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is nice. And um, the, with today's sizes, you can get, uh, you know, put your CGC stuff in there or your, your top loaded comics, signed comics. That's kind of what I would like to do. I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, and just just have it as part of your display. I would have to declutter a few things to find a good place for a spinner rack but uh by golly i'd do it <laughs> if it must just be done it will be done i just don't know if i could pay that kind of money for one yeah. uh, i'll keep looking somebody's gonna have one in a garage sale someday right you see a lot of people that are finding them at, at places for cheap at, at old uh antique malls and such usually they're over 100 though you don't usually see them for like 20 bucks those deals are out there, my friend. All right, keep your eye out. Here's $20. <laughs> I'll pay you now for the, the spinner rack that you will find for me. 
Well, I'll, let's um, let's hop into that FOC since we were talking about it. We we we've missed it. It's been gone. Absolutely. Of course, the FOC is the hottest new thing. Something we've rediscovered in 2018 that Drew and I like to bring to you every single week. It is, of course stands for the final order cutoff, which is Diamond's last opportunity to add a book you didn't add versus previews, increase your order, or you said cut down your order, right? As well. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've pre-ordered, um, your comics. And you you read some of them, and the the FOC that you've uh, comes with the with something that you've ordered uh, previously, you can go ahead and cancel that order. They're you're, they're allowed to reduce their order also, so it's final order cut off, not just to add, but also to cut. Gotcha. So, I, I don't know that, that most retailers want that out there, but just. Um, an FYI, but this is our last opportunity, kind of our last bite at the apple. Yep. There's something that caught fire that you're like, oh, I don't want to miss that. Um, I like it more than I, that I knew. Or if you're just me, yeah. sometimes the medium of flipping through a previews just isn't conducive to finding everything. Um, and yep. this is a way to get it. Also, there are uh, FOC exclusive things, and there are things that we are just now seeing art for. Yep. So Drew and myself like to lead everybody through that, uh, just to give one more look and, of course, you can go Indie or LCS. Hey, yeah. by Monday around noon, because, you know, we, we do this on a Friday for the weekend to double-check on a Monday. Uh, so you can check with your LCS to add to your order or, you know, anything that you may miss. If you do not have an LCS that participates in FOC, like our uh, local local, um, then give Cowabunga a shout-out. Mm-hmm. And you can get put on both the list for this FOC list there is a bit.ly link that links directly to these FOCs every weekend. And then you can give Eric with a C at Cowabunga Comics with a K a shout out on his email. And he can get you hooked up with an order form if you would like to get an FOC order through them. Definitely. There are also a few things that Eric likes to highlight each week on the FOC. Um, he's not taking our jobs from us as speculators. These are just things that he's seeing movement on. Or he would like to feature on that. So, a couple of things that Eric has pointed out is we have Wired, number one, from Dark Horse Comics, Kurt Pyers and Antonio Fuso. Um, (laughs) I thought it was Word. 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 W-Y-R-D. I'm not sure. It could be Word. It could be Wired. It could be weird, honestly. could be weird. It definitely could. Yeah. So, either way, you may want to jump on that. We, of course, have Batgirl 31. The B covers of those have been our good friend, Art Germ, Stanley Lau, and this one is awesome. Make sure you get that, because I said so. Uh, Detective Comics 997, as we move towards 1000, we have the Brian Stelfreeze cover B of that. And, of course, Doctor Strange issue 10, which is a big deal, because that is legacy number 400 for Doctor Strange. And he is featuring a, uh, I don't know if that's the cover A or what, the uh, Jesus... Say Sayaz version yeah. of it. It is a six dollar normal book, but of course, ordering those ahead of time through FOC gets you the same dis- discount as previews through Cowabunga. Yeah, and it's kind of cool that Doctor Strange got to issue four hundred, um, kind of like when Moon Knight made it to two hundred. Yeah, but it looks like Do- Doctor Strange they're going to let go to four hundred one, unlike our dear Moon Knight. <laughs> I don't think we needed to uh, rub it in. My apologies. But... My apologies. I was just informing the world. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, <coughs> but if you will, Drew, let's go ahead and start at the top of the FOC. We are in Dark Horse. So, uh, Fight Club 3. Really? Uh, yeah, because everybody was asking for it. Um, the, you know, 
Fight Club 2 was so weird. But uh, now, there's, there's plenty of Chuck Palahniuk fans out there. Wasn't so. there a big thing how Chuck like didn't make any money off Fight Club 2? And now he's taking another bite of the apple? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why. I mean, maybe he has more story to tell, and he likes the medium. That's that's that could be as well. Probably helps him storyboard uh, a pitch for another another movie. There you I, go. I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, and there's there's word or wired or weird. <laughs> uh, there's also a Kirby Fagan uh, yeah, Fight Club number one. The cover B uh, is pretty wicked looking. I see. Uh, a couple of spirit animals there, so yeah. that makes me chuckle. And the Lumiere B cover for Weird is uh, or Wired. Frick. <laughs> Stop it! Pick one and go with it, please. Yes, um, it's nice too. Oh, classic Lumiere. Yeah, that's all I had in Dark Horse. Uh, all right, let's head on down to DC. Of course, Batgirl thirty-one we already highlighted. So let's say, you know, you you heard Middleton was, was going to be hot, right? Uh-huh. So back in the previews days, you know, you've got your previews out. It's like, oh, it's going to be a Middleton Batgirl 31 B cover. I'm going to order 10 of those. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to FOC, and you're like, that's nice, but I don't think that's going to do anything. Um, it's actually a Stanley now. It's an art germ. Uh, what did I say, Middleton? Middleton. Yeah. So you've you, you thought it was you thought it was going to be better than it was. Now this is a very nice art germ. So this is a terrible example. But <laughs> let's say it sucked. <coughs> You're like, you know what? I don't want ten of those. That's not going to do anything. I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to spec those. So um, cancel them. And uh, in theory, that's how FOC works. There you go. Again, but if you're like me, yeah, just keep them because you just hoard comics like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it is a nice art germ cover. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of nice covers, check out uh, our cover of Action 1007. The cover B is a really cool Patrick Gleason cover. Very America, and I like it. Yeah, it's not bad. Reminds me of that... Uh... Wasn't there one that was very similar, very kind of uh, avant-garde like that, the way it was drawn recently in other Superman? Nope. This is very unique. Completely. Don't have an eye on anything for Detective yet. No. Holy Howard Chaikin on Flash 63B. Is that nice? That is old school. Look at that. Yeah, I like Chaykin. He doesn't do a lot of covers, does he? No, I when I saw Chaykin, I just assumed it was going to be Dots. Because doesn't he do that stipple on a bunch of stuff? That I don't know. You might be correct. That might be worth getting. Yeah. Heroes Here, in Crisis? I was going to say, talk about Heroes in Crisis, because we've had a lot of people talking about Heroes in Crisis. Yeah, I just finished uh, issue four. And I think, I don't, I don't hate it. Oh my I, uh, gosh! Look at the B cover. I think it's. I I think I would like it more if it was like uh, an Elseworlds tale, or like it was centered around characters that weren't, because they don't really act like they speak with their voices that you would think they would, because they're going through therapy type 
mm-hmm. situation and confessionals and stuff. And you're like, I don't know if Batman would ever do this or ever need to. It just doesn't seem like it's in his character. But if it was like, like if it was just superhero X and that person was going through this and this was helping them cope, then I think that would be easier for me to enjoy the story. I can't even hear you because I'm looking at this B cover and it's so cool. It's just crazy. Do you see it? I'm looking at it right now. The murder of Jason Todd one? That is awesome. Oh, that is nice. Man, freaking DC and its cover bees. You know, there's a, the reason there's two of us on here is so we can have a conversation. I know, but I get distracted by shiny things. Holy crap, what's with the Justice League Odyssey? Number five, the Sajic cover. Is it a, is it a B? Uh, is that the A? I, th- I don't know which one I, I clicked on. I think I just did the A. The A is the one that I like. Oh, that is nice. Yeah, he's good. He's so good. Got some annuals, too. We've got a, a Flash annual and a Justice League... Justice League regular annual, right? Yeah. Yeah, Snyder and Tinian writing that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so why why is okay? Justice League's coming out with an annual on its own. Yes. Which makes sense to me. Yes. Why is Flash coming out with a regular issue plus an annual? I don't know if those are releasing on the yep. Yeah, those are releasing on the same day. So you, I mean, there's two schools of thought. One, your Flash person is already in the store that day. Double dip them. Right. Or to get him to come back a different day. And it's a Heroes in Crisis tie-in, which I didn't realize there were tie-ins for for Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. Huh. No wonder. I, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more had I been reading the whole story. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know what I think it is? I think uh, a lot of this stuff got bumped from the last week of February, or last week of December. It's very possible. It's very, very remember possible. We, remember that super small month? Yeah, super small week, mm-hmm. and a lot of the a lot of those were DC books that got pushed to into January. I wonder if some of these are are that maybe, maybe, or maybe it was always going to be uh, putting them out together, yeah. which would go to your school of thought of hey, Flash people will be in for this. They might pick up the annual too. There you go. Drew, I want to talk about Teen Titans Annual Number One, written by Adam Glass with Ryan Benjamin on art and a Giuseppe Comancoli slash Cam Smith cover. Um, we have Betrayed by the Red Hood. Damien hunts down Jason Todd and vows vengeance or death. Meanwhile, DeJan and the rest of the Titans battle one of the other's closest allies, Joystick, who is making his DCU debut from the Teen Titans Go universe. Okay. So, really cool cover. Uh, Damien versus Red Hood, Jason Todd. Pretty rad. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Now, I, I have enjoyed... <coughs> I, I started reading this again, and there was like a Dijin-focused uh, issue with her and um, Crush. Uh-huh. That, that was pretty fun. Um, so I might I might continue to read this. No, Drew, no. Frizen is no longer doing Wonder Woman B covers. Who is? Uh... Carmony Shirahama. Yes. That's not bad. It's not Frizen. Not Frizen. Which I think I already knew this from the previews. I just seeing it was cray cray. Yeah. All right, Julie, you want to see what IDW has in store for us? Yeah, let's check them out. 
Nothing. Star Trek and yada yada yada. Image Comics. There we go. Let's see. Come on, Image. Ice Cream it. Man. That's the last issue, right? That's what I was going to say. No, new the start of a new story arc. I thought Ice Cream Man was over. It maybe it says new story arc. I wa- oh, but it, yeah, part one. Hmm. Maybe yeah, maybe it's ending with the end of this arc or something. I thought there was something going on there where Ice Cream Man was ending, or maybe that was Stabity Bunny. Was it Stabity Bunny that went on hiatus? Stabity Bunny is definitely going on hiatus. Yeah, that's the one. Middle West number one going to a third print. You oh, you got to get this one too, Dagnabbit. But of course, this was our pick of the week uh, last week. For Middle that's, West number one second print, that's the same cover. No, it isn't liar. Please don't is lie it, to our people. Is it the same cover, different color scheme? Nope, completely different cover. As 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 the second print? Correct. That's what I'm telling you. Hmm, I think it might be. All right, do I have to send it to you? Is that what's going to prove this to you? What's the first one look like then? Is it is it look like the first printing? No, again, it does not. Looks reminiscent of something. Okay. That's, that's also possible. I am now sending a message to my brother in Skype to show him what the second print looks like. Okay, well, what's the first print? Um, I can only do so much work at a time with my clickety fingers. Uh, right here is the first issue. All right. Uh, okay, now, now look up the B cover. Um, how much legwork do I have to do for you? I'm not wrong. You're not wrong. I recognize it from okay. somewhere. Where would I recognize it from? Just like a panel inside? It's very possible. Eh, maybe. Yeah. Issue two was good. Not as good as the first issue. I'm worried about it. Don't be. Think it'll be good? Yep. Mm. Keep buying them. I am now so far away from our actual looking thing. It's going to take me a minute. <laughs> I've gone down a rabbit hole. Now, there is a Redlands 10. Um, and she writes five issue arcs. So this is the end of that arc? I think so. Doesn't say it that way, but um, it was pretty good. It was Maneaters that I had a problem with. Maneaters issue four. This is issue uh, five here. Maneaters issue four was basically just all the the like the world building um, stuff that they ha- they stick in the back matter and like the the ads for funny women estrogen centric things all over the place. Mm-hmm. That, that was like the entire issue. That sort of stuff. Gotcha. And different products, and I was like, "What is this?" It's basically just filler. Mm-hmm. So I was kind. Of, that was kind of a bummer. And of course, pick up your spawns, Matinas, and all right, where are we at? We in Marvel? Still two ninety nine. Hey. Yeah, we're in. Uh, we're in Marvel. Age of X Men Alpha. Do I even want to know what that is? This is, of course, uh, nice old. Phil Noto. Yeah, nice Phil Noto. I unfortunately don't know anything about Age of X Men Alpha. I flipped right past that one. Yeah, I'm not interested. Black Panther v Deadpool. 
405. Here's, of course, the last bite at the Doctor Strange. Um, going all the way up to what I'm assuming is a 1 in 500 or 1 in 1,000 version. They couldn't do a 1 in 1,000, could they? Um, Maybe. 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 Maybe they did. Frank Miller on the art on that. Do we see it? Yes, we do. It wasn't five ninety nine? I think I'd buy a couple of these. So you're definitely not in the running for the thirteen hundred dollar one. No, no. Um, but I do, I do like these kind of milestone issues. I think they're cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty neat. Just wish they wouldn't add, to add an extra buck. Thank God for the discount. Drew, we've got Journey into Unknown Worlds number one by Cullen Bunn and Clay McLeod Chapman with Francisco Mata and more on the art. This is an all-new sci-fi story in celebration of Marvel's 80th anniversary and the comic books that captivated hearts and minds across generations. Join us for two scientists. Scintillating. Know. Is that scintillating? That's scintillating. Weird, that doesn't work in my brain. Sci-Fi Stories, the first extraterrestrial adventure by Colin Bunn that likes the which haven't that like the likes of which hasn't been seen in this or any other decade in the second. A tale of terror by Clay McCloud Chapman that could take place in your very backyard. <coughs> eh. I I don't know what that is. Is this so this is a one shot? All new sign. Yeah, that's what I don't know. Final Marvel Knights, issue six. With the Jai Lee variant, which looks pretty sweet. Not his best work. <laughs> that's, that's a $40 Jai Lee. Holy crap, Spider-Man Deadpool is on issue 45 now. Yeah. I gotta put now, my issue ones up for sale. Now, Ms. Marvel has a Jamie McKelvey variant cover, which is independently orderable. Yes, it is. That's kind of nice. But we do not have a look at it. No, you can't see it. True Believers is centric around Conan today. Mm -hmm. Of course, those are a dollar. If you're a Conan yeah. person, snag them up. And that is that. Uh, what if Conan walked the earth today? That's kind of like what they did with Ren Sonya, where they um, transported her to today's time uh, for a couple of arcs. I don't know if they still do that. I stopped reading it, but um, that's kind of a cool fish out of water story. Yeah. Good old what ifs. Drew, Big fan. Drew, are you still in on West Coast Avengers? We've got issue seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, enjoying it. It must be catching some flair because I just saw our, uh, our Young Avengers six, our first appearance of, or our first those one Kate Bishop ones that we ended up picking up a while ago. I saw yep. those are starting to spike again. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. I think I'll ha I still have one left. Yeah, put it back up because uh, both her both her first appearance and that uh, that first Mac fraction book that he writes of hers are both starting to spike a little bit. 
Good. They should. All right, Drew, let's see what we have from Boom. Look at Firefly. Man. But didn't we talk about Firefly being returnable? So perhaps those numbers being a little skewed on Firefly, wasn't it? Probably not on a third printing and a second printing. That's what I wasn't sure. That was my question. They would just do the first printing as returnable. Mm -hmm. And not have to return it, obviously, because they are sold through enough to go back to the the print. There you go. I don't care about wrestling comics. I don't care about James Bond comics. Sir, you run a comics podcast. You should uh, throw that net a little wider. Yeah, I don't. Okay. (laughs) So, Peter Cannon Thunderbolt (coughs) is a Karen Gillan written book. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if that does anything for you, but... It's uh, I wouldn't normally take a look at something called Peter Cannon Thunderbolt, but it is Kieran Gillen doing the writing, um, and it's about uh, says his level of genius is matched only by his heroics, and in humanity's darkest hour, he's the hero they need the most. Alas, poor humanity! Peter Cannon, the man known as Thunderbolt, is only too happy to leave civilization to face its end. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Definitely intriguing. Yeah, it's more intriguing now than it was when I missed it completely during the uh, preview cycle. Ah, <laughs> oh, we got a few aftershock books: Volition, Dead Kings, and Animosity Evolution. Continuing on, Oni Press with their continuing with their Rick and Morty. Books issue 46. Those books do very well and continue to grow and sell through. That's about it. And that is all we have on the FOC. Oh, what about um, that Life is Strange? Does that, does that do anything on secondary That's market? The, yeah, it didn't spike as well as I thought it might. Um, did not do grand. Okay. But not worth. Not worth. I was going to say not worth probably catching up. If you're a fan of the uh, game and those characters, then yes. If not, that was about the end of it. All right, now that we're done with the FOC, let's head on over to previewsworld.com. Let's click on new releases. Let's head on over to January 9th, 2019. And Drew, let's start where we love to start on these. Let's start in Image. Uh, I really like Auntie Agatha's Home for Wayward Rabbits. Um... It is super fun. Uh, if you can handle a rabbit, rabbits that talk to humans and humans that talk to, to rabbits, um, and you can suspend your disbelief for that. It's very funny. It's Keith Giffen doing the writing, and the art's really great by Benjamin Roman. Um, it's a fun little story, too, so far. At least the first two issues were. Um, so it's something that's cool. You should check it out. Is the obvious com- obvious comparison to Watership Down relevant? No. Okay. No. No. This is just uh, wise cracking rabbits. Ah, gotcha. Not serious. Bitterroot, I want to like, but I can't. How about Bully Wars? That I do like. End of his first arc, a five issue arc coming to an end there. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
of course. Our number one from Image being Criminal, number one, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips on art. Normally we would shy away from this as a spec opportunity because this is like the third, fourth volume of Criminal. Um, but it, it has been away for a while. People are pretty excited. They are coming off their uh, My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies um, uh, trade paperback that they put out. So uh, this might be one that's in demand and under ordered. Double size at no extra cost, Drew. That always points that's, in the right That's direction. speaking your language. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, like you said, My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies and Killer Be Killed. Um, so, I mean. The track record points towards, if you like it, keep going. Yeah, it's successful. We got the second issue of Die, along with the second printing of that first issue for Die. Uh, this is a, eh, okay, D&D. That's right, this was the D&D, okay. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping, I'm going to read the second issue and hope it, it catches me and brings me in. We'll see. Got in for hits. I'm not sure about that one. Doesn't ring a bell. Oh, Looks like David one. Bowie on the cover. This was the Bowie inspired one. Jeff Rugvi and art by Moritat. We've got a Murder Falcon number four sighting. The heavy metal variant. And this was the one that was. Oh, that's the the vulgar displays of yep. yep. That's Pantera, right? Yep. Is that what we decided? Yeah, that's a really cool cover. Uh, let's see, Oblivion Songs on its eleventh issue. Uh, we just found out that Outcast is also ending. By the way, Outcast is starting its its final uh, arc. La- mm-hmm. yeah final twelve issues arc. I think yes, yeah, final twelve issues. Self-made, number two. Did you do the first one? Yeah, it was really great. Matt um, Groom and Eduardo Fregato. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And uh, I'm hoping the second issue is just as good. Great art, really good story. Um, fun book. And of course, Prodigy, number two, from Mark Millar and Raphael Albuquerque. Yeah. All right, Julius, hit on down. See Dark Horse. I don't think I'm reading. I think did I read Laguardia? I don't think I did. <laughs> uh, God of War, no. Joe Golem, I'm not reading this volume. So no, I'm not. I'm not reading anything. And uh, Tom Clancy's Division Extremis Malice Number One does not does not scream speckable to me. Yeah. So nothing in Dark Horse. Settle now to IDW. Another Atomic Robo volume. This one is Dawn of a New Era, number one. It's a five-issue mini. Star Wars Adventure Destroyer down three of three. Yeah, and also I was thinking that Bubba Hotep was ending, but (coughs) it doesn't say it's five of five, so it must be a continuing thing. Excellent. All right, let's head on and see what DC has for us. Halfway through Super Sons arc, so that's cool. Um, for those of you who uh, reading Superman in action, 
one of those, there was a Jonathan Kent appearance. Doesn't look exactly like he looks in Super Sun, so we'll see what's going on there. Look at that Frank Miller cover, B cover for Batman. That looks like uh, yeah. Dark Knight Returns, man. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. We do not have Cho on the cover B for Harley Quinn anymore either. We have uh, Totino Tedesco. Lower page rate? Probably. <laughs> like, we can't afford this guy anymore. <laughs> Martian Manhunters. Steve Orlando's Martian Manhunter, issue number two. Weird book, right? Yeah. I don't know if you read it, I but it's like it. it's like half alien story, half uh like cop procedural. You know, like Martian Manhunter as a policeman with a partner and like what is going on? <laughs> Nightwing fifty six cover B. <sighs> you don't like it? No. no. That's not him, right? I don't know who that is. At one of the other Nightwings? Yeah, it's Could be, be him. That's got to be one of the other Nightwings. Could be him. You just don't know anymore. Now, did you ever watch Young Justice a series, or was that, that was been too young for you, right? Yeah, yeah. I was older. And your kids probably don't watch it on reruns, do I'm they? I'm trying to get them to, but they, they keep flicking to other stuff. Yeah. So it's Superboy, Wonder Girl, a Robin... Which Robin is it? Damien? Mm, it looks like Damien here, yeah. Uh, Impulse and Amethyst. All united in Young Justice. Interested in that? Yeah, and I, <coughs> I of course, picked up... I'm hoping Jenny Hicks takes off like crazy because I picked up a few of those Walmart books that have her first appearance in them. And Teen Lantern. Oh, that's such a... Oh, turned my stomach just hearing that. <laughs> Such a blunt teen. Ugh. You don't you don't like it. I just don't like the name. That's weird. You don't like Teen Lantern. Okay. Yeah. Um. Probably not for us, right? No, not for us. But Bendis and Gleason and uh, the return. Probably... I mean, Connor Kent's a big deal. Superboy's he... return's a big deal. All right. If you say so. Yeah, I did. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. That's what I was just sure. gonna say. I'm gonna try to read this because I, I think I'm I think I'm interested. Well, Gleason's a fantastic artist. Mm -hmm. and Bendis is a fantastic writer, so why wouldn't I give it a shot, right? Amethyst has a cover. Impulse has a cover. Robin has a cover. No Jenny Hicks yet. Uh, Superboy has a cover. Wonder Girl. I like the Wonder Girl cover, too. Dang, they're all pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Then the variant's just a sketch. All right, anything else in DC, sir? No. Marvel. Captain Marvel number one. Yeah, Kelly Thompson's doing that too, so that's cool. Um, Carmon, Carmen Carnero I'm not familiar with, but we'll see. It's been a while since we've had uh, Captain Marvel as a relevant title. Let's see if it... That half, she can bring it back to the heights of Kelly Sue DeConnick. And we already have a second print of this book scheduled for February 6th. What, Captain Marvel? Yep. Wow. Yeah. 
Does that mean it was underordered? Uh, yes. That or this is just how Marvel does things. True. We have Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, the Tom Taylor book. Um, so we have to read it. And it's the art, the art germ that you hate. It's the art it? germ that I do not like, which is for, which is hard to be, believe. Yeah, but yeah, it's just weird. Second issue of Miles Morales. I was so mad when I was reading that first issue because they added some new friends for Miles to hang out with, right? Oh yeah. And Genki was not one of them. <gasps> there was no Genki, and I was like reading and reading. I was like, if Genki is gone. If they have retconned him away, I am throwing this comic away, and I'm never reading it again. But he made an appearance. Yankee makes a, a cameo. Yeah, he saves the day. Exceptional. And and it, and I've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time, because in the in the back, or or maybe it was on Twitter, someone asked Bendis how to pronounce. Ganky, and it was gosh now i can't remember how it was it was i think it was like gain key <laughs> or, or gain k or something like it might have been gain k and i was like ah, i never pronounced it that way in a million years of course the guy who invented the gif calls it a gif so sometimes these creators don't know what they're talking about they they're dumb yeah, yeah. who cares what they think that's right i care what Django fett tells me star wars Age of Republic, Django Fett number one, Jody Hauser writing, Luke Ross and Pablo Paulo Rivera on the cover A. It's it's always going to be a gif. Yeah, it better be. Cool covers on that Django Fett's. So Web of Venom Unleashed, and this is Ryan Stegman writing, who is the artist on Donny Cates's Venom, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Now so now he. All right. Interesting. A, a journey from the symbiote's perspective through Eddie's old haunts in San Francisco. I am probably not going to read this. I'm probably not either. But I, but I but I'd be interested to know if Stegman picked up any tips on writing comics over the years. When did you say any good? Did you say uh Star Wars the actual Star Wars titles ending sometime, or was that... no? It was Darth Vader. Darth Vader. That's what I'm Darth Vader twenty five in, ended the series, so it's gone. Hey, uh, Spider Gwen, Ghost Spider issue four is out. Um, I kind of like this character a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Really kind of growing on me. Don't know why. Is, is it Spider Gwen or Gwenpool? Which one? Which one do I like? Spider-Gwen is the Gwen Stacy version of Spider-Man, and Gwenpool is the goofy version of Gwen Stacy that uh, that can break the third wall. <laughs> and whose superpower is she reads the comics that, that everybody's Oh, who am I kidding? I like all the Spider-Kids. <laughs> I like them all. All right. Anything else in Marvel? Uh-uh. Dynamite. Deja Thoris yet again, this time with Barbarella and Elvira. Oh, that's a rehash. Hackslash versus Chaos with Celia on the helm. It's not as good. Don't like that. 25th issue of Red Sonia. Somebody's taking over for this book. Who is that? Oh, Mark Russell, I think, is taking over Red Sonia. 
And oh, Turok's back. Turok number one. Ron Mars writing. Yeah, doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I'll let everybody else decide whether that one sticks around or not. Yeah. Head on down to Boom. Fence gets its second trade. And that's it. <laughs> there you go. Well, Wizard Beach number two. Did you read, you read the first one? I have not read it yet. Okay, moving on. Let's check our back half. Our Archies, our Onis, our Aftershocks. Blackening, number one. Massimo Rossi. Massimo Rossi. Uh, an art by Eduardo Mello. After the plague, humanity was forced to regenerate itself, replacing the bodies with sophisticated machines. The new technology that saved humans from extinction extinction seems to have nothing against their innate cruelty this is a an amigo comics book and uh one that could uh i think i have a couple of these on order yeah i like this one Uh, it came out on a Wednesday. I believe that's an alternate comics book. That's a nice anthology mm-hmm. of horror, fantasy, and sci-fi for under two bucks. Got it's not quite Malibu. This is an Emerald Entertainment. Oh, hello. This is like the uh, Boundless comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little like, cheesecake. I was going to say it's your cave woman or whatever it looks like. Yeah. Huh. There's Life is Strange, I was completely too. wrong. I went back and looked at Life is Strange. Uh, yeah, you're getting 20 and 15 and $10 a book on these. So, so it is still so hot. I secretly did hit on those. Yeah. Yep, so the second issue is coming out. You think that would be more of the same? Yeah, definitely pick up uh, the second issue. It looks like people like the cover A. Yeah. Pick up the cover A. Yeah, somebody just sold today, got 20 bucks for the cover A. And what did I say? Bah, video games. They're, they're not going to yeah. keep being hot. Yeah, no way. A little bit of movements on the season these and the t-shirt variants and stuff, but it looks like uh, the most oft-wanted one seems to be the cover A. Yeah. Um, but hit or miss. You get, I've seen a lot of people getting 12. Yeah, that's 15 after ship. Yeah, it's fifteen after ship. So yeah, after shipping, people get fifteen bucks. Triple quad cover. It's yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. No fairies. Yeah. Nope. Action lab. This issue three of rags. Oh my! Oh, an exposed variant. Oh. It's um. Still this? gonna still gonna be hot now. Now, now it's it turns out it's a seven issue miniseries. By the way, uh, I mean that's still enough to uh, make us make sell it to somebody for some sort of show. No. Yeah, if you see rags anywhere, pick it up. You can flip. You think it. still still hot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Savants number one. This is written by Gary Reed with art by Seth Demus, and it's a miniseries. 
about the founder of Caliber Comics and the godfather of indie comics. Eh, I don't usually like stuff like that. And I told you on the FLC a few weeks ago, Stabity Ever After. Um, The uh, Stabity Bunny number one. An alternate reality version of Stabity Bunny. Yeah, and this could be something because Stabity's going away. Yep. Wrong Earth, it's fifth issues down there. I've heard good things about this. Still haven't reread it. All right, Drew, anything else? No. This is the point of the podcast where I say, Drew, what is your pick of the week? What is the one book to head to your local comic book shop this coming Wednesday? Say, make sure I get a copy of that because it is going to go up in value. Drew, what do you got for me? I'm going to go with The Blackening uh, from Amigo Comics, very small publisher. This should be a low print run, and I think it has the opportunity to go uh, go boom. Very nice, very nice. There's a few neat things here. Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely go with a couple yeah. options. Interested in reading Young Justice number one. I'm not sure what the print run will be on that one. Definitely go with Stabity Ever After. That's a good one. Definitely go Over with, Rags. I was going to say, Rags 3 is the guarantee. I mean, it's it, it's too easy to say Rags 3 again at this point. So, I'm going to feature Stabity Ever After. It okay. is going on hiatus. Uh, get an extra bite of the apple with that for Rags 3. So, we don't want, you don't like easy slam dunks is what you're saying. Well, I, I don't like picking the same book three straight times or two straight times. True. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it's Stabity Ever After. Yep. And that's Vault? Yes. Is it Vault? I don't know. I, I, I moved off of it. Let me go back. Well, now. you know. Do I? Yeah. I'll have to look it up then. <laughs> <laughs> it's Scout uh, Comics. Scout. Scout. Comics. See? See? I had Vault. It would put Vault in the show notes, and people would around the world would have cr- decried our riots, credibility, in the streets, riots. I tell you, I've already forgotten. What is it? <laughs> Stabity ever after? Scout. 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 Comics. Yes. Uh, Why well, I can't remember that? I don't know. I, Scout and Vault constantly get. I get them confused. I think same number of letters. Uh, came out around the same time. I think those publishers were kind of in my consciousness about the same time. I con- continually mix them up. I don't know why. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, give Young Justice number one a shot. We think that's pretty cool. Uh, Batman 62 has a good B cover we like. All yeah, I think I think Young, Dust- Young Justice is going to be a huge print run. You think so? Yeah. I think people are going to, they're going to go in big for for this wonder comics line of Bendis's. I yeah. mean great creators all ages comics yeah they're going to go in big time criminal number one being a not first time we've seen this property means that's off our list right yeah All right. just a few things of course we want to just let you guys know that uh, these are our picks if you disagree with our picks uh, shoot us a message on Facebook Twitter's Instagrams, or uh, shoot us an email through our Gmail account. All this stuff can be found at comicsforfunandprofit.com. Um, if you guys have a best of 2018 
feel free to send it to us as well. I'd love to hear what you guys were super high on for the year of 2018, what you're looking forward to in the new year, and we will read that and talk about it as well. So we want to thank you once again. So for Drew and for myself, see you.